0: Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW.
1: to our first episode of season four. Today we are talking about the things our dogs have taught us and setting some goals for 2022. So let's go.
0: And the seas are getting rough and it is getting
1: harder
0: Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW.
1: So we are very excited today on the first episode of season four to be doing a bit of a lighthearted episode today um, with the world feeling a little heavier these days throughout the never ending pandemic. Um, Never ending. It's ongoing forever. It never ends. Yeah. (laughs) I love... um, that I'm sure everybody has seen that meme of Justin Trudeau riding, what was his name? Like Balcor, the dragon dog from the Never, the ending, never story. ending Story. Mm-hmm. So it's like Dr. Tam and Justin Trudeau are riding. Is his name Balcor? Is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think
1: so. And it just says the Never Ending Pandemic. And I'm pretty sure I shared it on social media like a, like a year and a half ago. Little oh, did I know. Here, here I we would are. Be in 2022 so yeah we wanted to take a moment today to you know pause on some of the thing, pause and reflect pause and reflect
0: oh but boom.
1: nice pause and reflect on some of the things our dogs have taught us um and just to think about where we want to head in in 2022 so kens um without further ado
0: what is the first thing our dogs have taught us You make me start with the cheesy one. Oh, do you want me to do the cheesy one? No, I'll do it. It's fine. I'll do it. It's, it's cute. Okay. So the first one is live in the moment. And I find this very heartwarming and endearing. It really is because dogs are always present in our lives. They really are. They dogs just live for us. You know, they are just, anyway, we all know this we don't deserve dogs. I love that saying. So, um, having a dog has really made all of us, I think, feel very connected to moments with our dogs.
1: Yeah. And I think when, I don't know, I don't know for you, but like when I'm engaging with Marshall and like, whatever it is, whether I'm playing with him or I'm like laying on the couch, snuggling with him, like there are so many moments where that is all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just fully there, fully present, enjoying that time with him. And there aren't many other things I do where I get that, like, natural kind of sense of mindfulness. So, like, I feel like they really do kind of bring you back to, I don't know, like a nice present moment.
0: Yes. They bring you, like, it's almost like – um. Not meditative, but it almost is. It's like it's just this warm, heart filled feeling that you get when you're with your dogs. And I love right. what you wrote here, Justine. You said knowing that their life is shorter than ours really helps us soak up every moment. You should be a poet.
1: Right. And <laughs> I'll write poems. I'm gonna write poems about my dog and then publish them. The dog friendly KW poems. You should. Anyways, no one wants to read my poems about my dog, but it's true. Like, I think about, like, hey, if I'm lucky, if I'm really lucky, I get 14 years out of Marshall. And that's, like, if I'm hella lucky because he's a big boy and he's already almost two. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I I could hang out with that dog forever, but I don't get to. So... I'm going to soak up every damn moment that I have with him. And I definitely appreciate my time with him more than I probably do the humans in my life. Because I'm like, Meh, you'll be around a while. <coughs> you'll be here. <laughs> You've go- yes. you got time. <laughs> Anyways. All right. The second thing my dog has taught me in particular is you
0: will never regret that walk. Ever. I, I love this because – Again, it comes down to this mindfulness piece, like even through COVID, I feel like a lot of us have decided, you know, like stay home, stay inside, don't leave our house. But it's really, really, even in the last few weeks, I've thought about this, like go outside for 10 minutes, just 10 minutes. That's all it takes. And you come back inside like a new person. And it's not only is it benefiting your dog, but it's also benefiting you. So that's all it takes. It doesn't matter if it's like raining or if
1: it's cold or if it's snowing. Like I've never gone out for a walk with Marshall and then come home and been like, I wish I didn't do that. (laughs) Maybe actually, maybe when he was younger and he was really reactive, (laughs) that was kind of terrible. But now (laughs) I never, I never regret it. It doesn't matter how cold it is. It doesn't matter how hot it is even if it's a shorter walk, I'm always grateful I got outside and I would not do that if I didn't have Marshall as much as I do. So
0: yeah, they really hold us accountable to like keeping ourselves and on track too. Right. So I I just love that about dogs. It's Mm -hmm. one of the, a million things that are great about dogs. Okay. What's the last one? I, I this one is near and dear to my heart. Being an right? in, the introverted soul that I am, spending days lounging at home are some of the best days. And what what is said here, guilt free rest days, right? that is something that has taken um, a while to uh, like. As adults, I feel like we all feel guilty sometimes for you know spending. A Saturday or a Sunday on the couch with our dogs, but you know what? Our dogs love that, and we and love I that. love it. Yes, and we <laughs> I, I love that.
1: Yeah, I think like I think social media like really really makes that worse because even on a day where I've made like a very conscious decision, like I'm gonna stay at home today, I'm gonna do nothing, I'm gonna watch the entire season of Too Hot to Handle on Netflix, love and, like, that. every second of it. I'm just going to veg all day. You still, you jump on Instagram and it's like everybody's out skating. Like, well, am I supposed to be skating? Like, should I, should I be skating? (laughs) So it's just, it's easy to make comparisons and it's easy to feel the need to do everything and be productive and do things all the time. But I really do think like our, our dogs teach us how to slow down and, enjoy our rest days a little bit more and then you don't get to do it alone you get to like snuggle up with your dog and and enjoy that time together
0: for christmas my nana bought me a wine glass and it says you're never drinking alone if you're with your dog
1: Oh Nana, I know. Little so, wise lady.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it kind of goes hand in hand with those rest days. You know, Saturday night, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I just want to stay home by myself with my dogs. Then I'm going to do it. And if I want to have a glass of <clears throat> wine, I'm not drinking alone. So um, do you sh- anyway, do you share your wine glass like Jessica I'm, from Love Is Blind? No, I do not do that. I'm not Jessica. Of Love is blind. <laughs> new season's coming up everybody just stay new, tuned new season get ready
1: all right well as sappy as those were um those are some of the things our dogs have taught us among many other things but we'll be right back to talk about our goals for 2022 kens i hope you thought of your goals we'll be back i did i did Yay!
0: i was responsible yes yes <laughs>
1: This episode of the dog friendly kw podcast is brought to you by terrible toby's terrible toby's is kw's newest locally owned pet store located inside the krug street plaza in kitchener a new unique store terrible toby's lets animals and their humans gather shop and meet other animal lovers follow terrible toby's on facebook and instagram for updates on their new space
0: Now it's time for our Celebrity Pup of the Week. It's been so long since we've had a Celebrity Pup of the Week. Celebrity Pup of the Week. (coughs) Celebrity Pup of the Week. Okay,
1: so in this segment, we feature a local celebrity pup from Instagram. So Mackenzie, who is our Celebrity Pup of the
0: Week? Drum roll, please. This week, our Celebrity Pup of the Week is... (laughs) Hamish the Corgi. I know, Hamish. (laughs) So Hamish's Instagram is at underscore Hamish the Corgi. And uh, Hamish is a little puppy Corgi, Pembroke Welsh Corgi to be specific. And uh, is an adorable little fluff ball. So Justine, tell us all about Hamish. Yeah,
1: so I know Hamish's mom. And Hamish lives in Uptown Waterloo. And he's very cute. He's only a couple months old, I believe. Probably... I don't know. He's under six months old. He's still a pup. Um, And I just saw that he actually won the Victor Rose and Leader of the Pack photo shoot right before I got on the podcast today. So we'll get to see some adorable Victor Rose photos of Hamish, I hope, because I'm sure they'll be so cute. So congrats, Hamish. You are our Celebrity Pup of the Week. Woof, woof.
0: Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. In the first half of today's episode, we talked about some of the things our dogs have taught us and now we're going to shift gears a little bit and talk about some goal setting for 2022. Aww, I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, Ken, when you were making your goals, did you make sure that they're SMART goals? Are they specific, measurable attainable realistic and and do
0: they have a time frame so I didn't realize I was at work first of all (laughs) but very effective (laughs) but in my head you know what yes these do these are smart goals yes they are and um I'm ready to share them oh my gosh okay let's do it are we
1: gonna are you gonna do one and then I'll do one and then you'll do one and then I'll do one Let's do that. Yeah. All right. You
0: go first. All right. So my first goal of the year, I don't have, this is really funny. I never set New Year's resolutions for myself ever. Me as a human doesn't matter. Dogs matter. Okay. So, uh, number one. (laughs) So I really want to work on my dogs, Willa and Aladar's insecurity around larger dogs. So my dogs have always been a little insecure around larger dogs, especially higher energy dogs. I don't blame them to be honest, Uh, higher energy dogs right in their faces. Like some dogs aren't all about that, but my goal is for them to realize, you know, calm, larger dogs are okay and be able to differentiate between the two. So, my goal here is to work with larger, calm dogs in a controlled environment just to build up their confidence. And I plan on doing this uh, throughout the year with other dogs. Um, I can think of a top a few off the top of my head and um, just to be able to build some sort of confidence around my little guys to say, you know what, these guys aren't that bad. Maybe that next dog I see on the street isn't that bad either. So... That's my number one goal. Love that. Mm -hmm. Confidence is key. Okay.
1: Mine is very different. Let's hear it. (laughs) Of course. So mine is to condition Marshall on the e-collar and then to start to work towards um, like off-leash recall training. So um, we got the e-collar a couple of months ago. And it's actually a pretty pretty challenging tool to condition to. It takes a lot of work and um, a lot of time and a lot of consistency. And um, we just haven't made that commitment to it yet. So um, that is the goal for this year. We did use the e collar on him a little bit and he didn't have the best response to it, which I guess is probably why I have a bit of an aversion to stepping back into that space. But um, I've been spending more time reinforcing some of our existing structures in the house, like using his place cot um, to set him up on place, because that will be one thing that I will start reinforcing with the e-collar. So the more we have um, kind of strong boundaries and expectations already set up, you just layer the e-collar on top instead of trying to reteach place and teach the e collar at the same time I'm just layering in the e collar to make sure he knows okay I'm doing the right thing right now or I'm not doing the right thing right now yeah so that is goal number one for 2022 that's a pretty good goal though it's a big goal I noticed how I didn't say work towards being off leash I just want yep. to get to a place where we're doing more distance recall training where I can start to feel hopefully confident within like at least the year after, um, for him to hopefully start to go off leash in settings where it's appropriate.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I think that that's a really attain again smart goal, attainable goal. Right. <laughs> yes, and uh, Marshall can do it. I believe in him. He's a he's a smart boy. All right. My second goal of this year. My second goal is to continue with my agility training. So, for those listening who don't know, I train um, Willa specifically in um, in dog agility, which is uh, a dog sport that involves running, jumping tunnels, um, lots of different obstacles, and my this is so my goal of the year is to be able to queue, which means qualify in AAC. Um, AAC is one of the three in Canada, main agility uh, clubs. And then I also want to be able to queue or qualify um, more in the UKI and CKC Canadian Kennel Club um, as well. So So far, we've got a couple cues under UKI and CKC, but AAC has been our hardest type courses to be able to qualify with. Um, They don't allow for any sort of mistakes, so we do have to do a perfect run. And the day that happens, I will literally chug a bottle of champagne after because I will be so happy. Okay. Instead of chugging a bottle of champagne,
1: I'm going to ice you. Oh, love that. I love that idea. (laughs) (laughs) One time, Joey iced me in front of his whole family, and it was very embarrassing.
0: That's that's adorable. It was true love.
1: I wanted to throw up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, okay, I love that. Um, That's a great goal and is very measurable. Like, you'll be able to, like, really, like, tick that one off as soon as you've got it. That's awesome. Um. I don't think we're going to have time for three goals. So um, I'm going to combo my um, my last two goals. I think they can kind of go together. So um, I want to keep up with my daily walks with Marshall um, to really, like, maintain that, like, calm, loose leash walk and also to continue to work on his reactivity um, because his reactivity is very hit and miss. Sometimes he flies off the handle and sometimes he's totally fine if he sees another dog. So just trying to get him like, consistently calm and confident when he sees other dogs. And, um, I think the best way to do this is going to be, um, you know, more walks in familiar and unfamiliar places and really kind of mixing it up.
0: You know what? That's funny. Cause that was my last goal. My last goal was to explore more. So since COVID and getting uh, a backyard, um, I've become lazy honestly. So to, to be, go out more, um, with my dogs, um, to be able to, for a little different reasons, um, but to just be able to go out more and explore more around Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge with the dogs. Um, I think that, yeah, both Marshall, Willa and Aladar will be able to really benefit from that. All dogs really benefit from going out with their humans. Like that's what they live for. So, yeah.
1: Ah, I love that. All right. Well, there you have it, our 2022 goals for our relationship with our dogs. Um, we're going to have to circle back, cans in early 2023 to share how we did. So we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Right everybody, welcome to our very first desktop dog trivia. In this segment, we test each other's dog knowledge with the desktop dog calendars from Dollarama that we were gifted for Christmas by our wonderful producer, the lovely Matt
0: Repholt. Shout out. This is time for hand, yes, and hand clapping noise.
1: Yes, big applause, yeah, shout out, shout out to Matt. So um, we're we have these calendars and obviously each day we pull a trivia question. Um, if you're like me, you haven't pulled a trivia question since like the 13th of January and you just pulled off 10 at once. Um, anybody else do that with their desktop calendars? Nope, just me okay. Um, we're going to read two questions each and see who knows the most dog trivia. It's obviously going to be Mackenzie, but I'll try my best anyways. That's not true. Come okay. on. Mackenzie, you're,
0: you go first. Okay, Justine, got one lined up for you. You'll know the answer. I hope. All right. This is the question from July 24th. July? Oh, you like, you like went ahead. Yeah, I, I went through and I skim, I skimmed through. Yep. Cheater. I only, I'm only, I have all mine collected. Oh, you're doing it in order. I did not do that in order. <laughs> That's fine. July surprise. 24th it is. Surprise, surprise. Here we go. All right, Justine, here's the question. What is the best age to bring home a puppy? The best age?
1: Um... Well, the norm is eight weeks, but I feel like that actually probably isn't the best age. I feel like they could probably benefit from some time with their mom. It's either 10 weeks or 12 weeks, but I'm not sure. 10 to 12 weeks, do I get a range? It's 12 weeks, I'm so proud
0: of you. Yay, me! <laughs> yeah, so that's that's funny you say that. So yeah, the norm is eight weeks, but um, especially for toy dogs, uh, the it's best to bring your puppy home when they're 12 weeks of age. They just learn a bit more from mama and uh, siblings. Um, and uh, also they're uh, out of their first fear stage, which is also nice. Um, and uh, yeah, between eight to 12 weeks is the best time to bring home a puppy. There we go, all right. Okay, my question is
1: from January 9th, and it is, what is the
0: only dog breed that doesn't bark? I know this answer. Of course you know it, it's I the wouldn't ba- have known it. It's the Basenji, and they yodel, they don't bark. That's what it says everybody, it
1: says it yodels instead. Okay, I'm gonna pick a harder one for the next one.
0: There are sighthounds too. Um, They're beautiful little dogs. Anyway, love Basenjis. If you have a Basenji, come at me. All right. All righty, this one is about plants and dogs, both things that Justine and I love. All right, this is from March 20th. And it says here, no bouquets for Rover, please. What are some poisonous Plants for dogs. Plants or flowers? Flowers.
1: Carnations. Yes.
0: But really? That's actually on here. Yes. <laughs> it's just a random flower I thought of. Roses. <laughs> it's not on here. Lily. Um, yes.
1: You're wow. i was just going to start yelling flower names. Okay, lilies, carnations,
0: tulips. Y- yes. Is okay. that it? There's two more, but I'm so proud of you for getting three. I'm just naming all the flowers I know. All right, the other two are aloe vera and morning glories. Mm Okay. All right. Um,
1: Mackenzie, what is the fastest speed
0: a dog can run? Oh, 40-something miles per hour or 50-something miles per hour. It's going to be one of those two. Am I right? Am I in the range? You're in the range. Do you
1: want to get like a, do you want to go for a specific number in the range? It'll be late 40s. You're pretty close though. So 42 42 miles an hour. Oh, so good. 43. So... The average dog can run about 19 miles per hour, 30.6 kilometers per hour. The fastest dogs are greyhounds who can run at speeds of up to 43 miles per hour, 69.2
0: kilometers per hour. I should have known that because they call them, well, I call them 42 mile an hour couch potatoes, but 43 mile an hour couch potatoes is what is actually correct, but there we go. There is our First ever desktop dog trivia. That was really fun. I loved that. Desktop dog trivia. (laughs) You've been listening to the Dog Friendly KW podcast. Before we wrap up today, How about we each share something that we are going to do in the next week to work towards one of our goals that we talked about before? Well, when I planned this podcast,
1: I wrote down that I was going to start using the e collar inside by getting Marshall used to a low stim and responding to basic commands he knows. For example, sit. I'm not super motivated to do that, but I'm going to hold myself accountable and do that because if I don't bite the bullet and start doing it, I'm never going to do it. So in the next week, I will start practicing the e-collar with Marshall on very, very low stim, just doing simple things like
0: sit. And what are you going to do? All right. Well, mine goes hand in hand with what I had said earlier, and it's actually to leave my house more.
1: Yay. (laughs) That's so depressing. I'm so proud of you.
0: Thank you. We can go for a walk in Muskoka this weekend. We really can. But that is my goal, just to get out more, bring the dogs. Even if it's cold outside, I need to get them some little booties um, just as the cold uh, weather comes in even more fierce than it already has. And I just want to get them out for more walks. Again, like we chatted about, I love taking my dogs for walks. I really do. It's really good for my own mental health. And I'm sure there's a million people out there that agree with me. And uh, yeah, my goal is just to you know, not let my introvertness or COVID take over my life and to really be able to get out more and let my dogs enjoy their lives while they're here. I love that, Ken. that's a great idea. And
1: obviously, always down for a walk. So hit me up. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in to the Dog Friendly KW podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the very first episode of season four. We're so excited for the upcoming season and can't wait for you to come along for the ride. Till next time. Bye. Woof, woof. <laughs> woof, woof. Block Sheep Audio Podcast.